This is the film wrap up. They wanna know, we tell them once and they still ask us. The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup. We never chill, ask them. When they come to film raps, bro, we keep it real, that's us. Mike check one, two, one, two. Welcome to the 21st episode of the film wrap up. And like always, I'm the film fiend himself and I'm with my boy. It's the rap nerd, what's going on, film? Not much, man, not much, man. Just, you know, joining this therapy session. That's what I like to call these, bro. This shit. Not nah, really is, though. Yeah, it is. This shit ease the mind. Yeah, and we got, uh, you know, like always, we got a fire episode. Black Widow topic. Thor, Love, and Thunder. We got a lot for you, Marvel fans, today. This was requested by um, the rap nerd himself. He, he, you know, he was in the, <laughs> he was in the giving mood. So you starting this early? Brighter. Right. I'm gonna remember that. All right. Listen, man. Off the gate. All right. The early bird gets the worm. All right. I'm gonna remember that. All right. Don't worry. It's duly noted. You wanna start this early? All right. But with that being said, let's get to the first topic. And this man, it's been his year this year. Zack Snyder, bro. Two movies, and they both have been critically. And I think you know, performance-wise, yeah, yeah, they've been hits. You you can't deny two bangers, it. exactly, and two bangers. And speaking of so, you know, he had another one in the bag. Yeah. So his next film is called Horse Latitudes, mm-hmm. and it reportedly stars Billy. How you say his last name? Crudo? I'm not sure. Yeah, Crudo? yeah, Crudo? Crudo. Yeah, the dude that played um Barry Allen's pop and. And Zack Snyder's Justice League and Corey mm-hmm. Stoll to star in his new film. For those who don't know who Corey, he he, he played um Yellow he was Jacket. Ant, yeah, Ant Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's him. Yeah, and I, before we talk about it, I wanted to read the synopsis for you. I don't know if you read it. Oh, you know I read it already. Yeah, I figured. But for the people who haven't heard it, <laughs> go ahead and let them know what it is. So the film reportedly follows a veteran war photographer who teams up with a soldier to find the murderer of a diplomat and his family mm. Mm. what's your thoughts on this I'm, I'm i'm liking how that sounds that sounds interesting like there's a lot of different ways that you could go about it you know i'm because you know zach is kind of known for doing action movies so mm-hmm. i'm not sure if this is going to be action related or if it's going to be more drama he's done both mm-hmm. so you know um, his movies typically are a mix of both. You know, like Watchmen. Watch, Watchmen isn't really the most action-packed movie, but when the action does hit, it's on a different level, you know? So I'm interested to see what he's gonna do with this one. Like, I like what I'm, what I'm hearing, so. Mm-hmm. Sounds dope. We all know Zack's cinematography is gonna be a blessing to our, our eyes. <laughs> so that's something, you know, we ain't gotta worry about. So like, uh, what you think about it though? Yeah, uh, yeah, I read the description. I'm like, man, this it seems a little out of his wheelhouse. And I love that. I yeah. love, because um, he's been with DC since, what, 2013, a whole eight years. I like him going back to, like, his roots, doing original stuff. In my opinion, those are, like, the best Zack Snyder's. Like, when he's doing original films, he don't he doesn't have to worry about studios, you know. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing DC films, there's a certain, you know, criteria that the studio wanted to meet. But like films like this, I feel like he's able to, you know, flex his muscles whichever way he wants to. And, and yeah, man, like yeah. the description sounds fire. And um, 
Yeah, even though he's been a comic book movie director, like a lot of his comic book movies are extremely like story driven. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Watchmen itself, bro. Like I I know it's not not too many people I talk to like that film because they call it boring. But to me, when people mm-hmm. call it boring, that just equals dialogue to me, and and that's what makes a film, in my opinion. So yeah, and Zach, you know, that's that's what he's known for. And yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm game. I'm game. I can't wait to yeah. see the rest of his cast because this man, he is known for like just picking these unknown actors, actresses, and just making them like hit, like household hits and stuff. So yeah, I'm game with it. Yeah, he turned the stars. Like, I mean, everybody he's chosen, mm-hmm. you know, from the DC world, I mean, they, they done blew up, you yeah, know, so. this is facts. And I'm telling, and hell, even Army of the Dead, there's people in there that, you know, I look at them like, oh, damn, they could actually do something. And he opened their eyes to stuff. Even Batista. Batista now mm-hmm. was on the on, on the block as, like, being, oh, he's a, he actually is a good actor. Like, he actually did, had a, had a pretty good performance in the movie. And uh, that's something we didn't, we didn't get to see in Guardians of the Galaxy or any pretty much movie he's been in prior to that. So I believe that that yeah. was Bertista's first like solo lead film that was actually successful, right? Because everything else, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, like not to be disrespectful, has been a dud in my opinion. But um, yeah, this one, Army of the Dead, it was I enjoyed it. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we were talking about you know a little DC what Zach had to do. So let's kind of switch gears to mm-hmm. some more DC news. Um, some suits came out. Uh, Supergirl's suit yeah. was actually seen, you know, behind the scenes. And it's been some pretty good quality pictures, so we've been able to get the detail and yeah. see the details of it. What do you think of that suit? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, people are idiots. Like, they just they just want something to argue about. This is not, <laughs> this is not about the suit. Like, I see the suit came out, and people were like, oh, she's not blonde. Where's the dress? And the third. When they're not realizing, I think me and you talk about it, that's not the version of Supergirl that they think it is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just in case, like, people don't know, I don't want to, you know, spoil it for them, just if it's meant to be as a surprise, but that Supergirl, I don't think is who you really think it is. So, as far as the suit go, it's comic accurate. That's what all these Very. nerds and geek act for, for it to be comic accurate, and now they're complaining about it. To me, it looks fire. She, yeah, it does. Yeah, she fits the role. She got the haircut. Like the yeah. suit is, whew. and it looks this good without any of you know the movie magic, like the post effects and all of that. So imagine mm-hmm. once you see the first trailer and she shows up in that man, this is gonna be fire. With the cape flapping, Ex- exactly. That's, that's gonna be and you so see, fire, okay, well, this is going back to Zach. I don't know if he started this, but this is when I first noticed it. Like superheroes in their capes being put on CGI afterwards. I've never yeah. noticed any like directors doing it bef- before I, I believe man is still is the first one he did that or was it bvs one of them man is still yeah man is still like, ever since that i'm seeing all these different directors using his technique and and to me it, it really it brings it gives the capes character itself so it does yeah, it does man. honestly so i mean you watch you, you know you look at the comic books and mad panels of people with capes just flapping yes. you can't ha- you know what i mean like you gotta have it in there bro mm-hmm. like you just have to so what do you think about it yeah, I think it's dope, you know. Um, if you follow this podcast for a minute, you know, we've, we've had our discussions about kind of being on the fence with this movie. And no lie, every still that I see, it, like, turns the notch a little bit like, hmm. It has. Okay. Because I honestly didn't know 
what they were gonna do with her suit. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I'm gonna be real, I'm not really a huge fan of like the whole skirt look thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, okay. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I don't think, I don't think it's bad, but it's just like, eh, you know. <laughs> let's see something a little, a little bit different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and to see her actually have this suit, I think is so damn dope, man. Like, like she looks like powerful in that shit. Like she looks like. Mm-hmm. She can bang like Superman. It, it just—it's just a great. And then I love too that it looks like it looks similar to the Man of Steel suit. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it like, does. It's not a far cry. You know, it, it has kind of the same scaling. It, the symbol looks a little, you know, similar, and everything about it kind of gives me that Man of Steel like vibe to it. So it just shows me that like, okay, it looks like Andy. He is respecting, you know, the DCEU that was built, and it's not like, oh, I'm just gonna do something completely different. Like, you mm-hmm. know. They were trying to say it was so seeing that is dope now i think she fits the character and just seeing her in that suit made my excitement go up because i'm like if her suit looked like that i could only imagine what like the flash's suit's gonna look like you know what i'm saying so yeah it's a good look it's a real good look yes well speaking of because this is pretty much the same topic did you see that little leak clip that was um you know leaked i guess that showed like yeah yeah yeah, man Mm -hmm. it's it's this movie, all right, it, it piqued my interest, bro. I know I was like, I want to say I was talking down on this movie. I just didn't know what to expect. But seeing some of this behind-the-scenes stuff, bro, it really piqued my interest. And that one uh, Batman shot, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, with the Keaton in the car? Yeah, no, nah, he was in um the Batcave. And it was, the shot was from the back, and it's like the opening of the back cave and this and his silhouette and the yo it just looked fire bro and the batmobile was right there oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah bro that's fire like it's, it's looking good like it's, like it's looking good like we, like we spoken about it we had our reservations because again mm-hmm. the movie is juggling a lot of stuff it is so it is it's more so of that than it is like oh it's gonna be bad you know just mm-hmm. because no it's just the it's a lot to juggle, man. Like, you know, going to a different universe, having different characters, and, you know, it's just, I don't want Flash to get lost in the sauce, if you will. I think and, he will, man. Unless um, they handle it kind of like Silver War with Cap. Uh, like, from what I'm hearing, like, this feels like it's going to be a Justice League, like, 1.5 or something like that. Yeah, and that's the thing I'm worried about, because I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, this is supposed to be Flash's movie, and... I did feel like you could possibly do something like this, but with all these characters that they're throwing, man, it's just like this isn't going to be a flash movie for real. And uh, and I just don't want it to be. Calm. And, and don't get me wrong, it still could be good and not have to focus on flash. Mm-hmm. That's that's for sure. It could still be good, but is it going to be good? You know, because it's just a lot, man. I, I got to be honest. Yeah, they could have got away with that if this wasn't Flash's first solo outing. Like his first solo film, you have to heavily, heavily focus on flash especially since he's barely been in this dceu he's only been in justice league and bvs he was like what he was a a save file on a computer so you haven't really besides um justice league you haven't really you know dealt with this character like that so we'll see you know um i'm I'm turning the corner i'm a little bit more hopeful now so you know we'll see when it comes out yeah and um, we can do exactly switching you know topics a little bit one of the biggest mega stars in hollywood will smith like he every i know a lot of people know will smith from his movies and stuff like that but like the i would say the older generation the 90s babies the 80s babies they know him from the fresh prince Mm -hmm. and 
comedy, you know, Fresh Prince, they go toe-to-toe. And supposedly, he will host and star in his first comedy special for Netflix. What's your thoughts on that? So, he's, I'm probably confused about it. I'm, he's saying he'll host it? And star. Uh, what I got out of it, it seems like, you know how Kevin Hart does his stand-up, but it's mm-hmm. not just stand-up. It's like a whole story to it. That's yeah. what I thought it was, but there's not much details on it. So I like the fact they're making such a big deal about it. I'm like, it has to be like a stand-up, and st- like, because they're saying comedy special, and that's what they typically yeah. um, call Kevin Hart's stand-ups that on Netflix. So that's what I, that's what I thought about. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence about this one, because mm. um, Will Smith is is a is a being a funny actor mm-hmm. is different than being like a comedian. Those are two different things. Mm. And um, Will Smith, like I said, he's he, he he's naturally a funny guy who's charismatic in film. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know about him standing on stage in front of a crowd, like just telling jokes, for lack of better terms. Because um, Will kind of like his type of comedy is. You know, I feel like it. It's good because it, it hits because it bounces off of other people mm-hmm. with his interactions. So I'm not really sure. And this is not me saying it's not. It's gonna be bad because it possibly could, but I don't know, bro. I I really don't know. That that comedian stand-up game is is not an easy thing. Um, so. Uh, my man Darren, if you listening, I'm gonna ask you how you feel about this because you know you are the comedian, stand-up comedian, and you've done this before. What do you think about this? So, listen to this now, and then I'm gonna ask you later. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. What do you think, though? Yeah, like verbatim, exactly what you said is how I feel about it. Like being funny is one thing. Like some people, you know, not to, not to toot my my horn, toot toot. You know, I've been called funny, but I know my limits. Just because some people think I'm funny, I'm not going to go and stage and start, you know, trying to do stand-up comedy and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I feel the same. Like, he's a funny dude, but he's funny within a narrative. Like, like yeah, exactly. story structure-wise, dude is a comedy, like, gold. But when it when that's all you're doing for X amount of, and your jokes got a hit, I'm like, mm. And I don't know. I don't know his background. I don't know if he has like a history on stuff like that. It's yeah. yeah I mean, like he's Will Smith. He's done the um. You know, he rapped. He. I'm like he's not the best rapper ever, but you know he. If he, if anybody could do it, possibly him. But yeah, I feel the same as you. Yeah, I'm. I'm really going. You know, hold my breath. But I'll give him a chance though. Exactly. So it's kind of switching gears, but keeping within the you know the comedic. Um, under the comedic umbrella, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart recently said something about being a comic. He was saying that censorship doesn't allow for freedom mm-hmm. in a comedian's craft. Mm. W- what are your thoughts on that? Simple. To me, that sounds like an excuse. <laughs> like, if you're a comedic uh, comedian and stuff like that, like you're supposed to adapt with the times. I think personally. Like censorship, yeah, to a certain extent, because you know we live in um, you know, the world is it's fragile, bro. Like you're you're offend a lot of people with the littlest things. But I think him, he likes to go beyond the littler things. And I feel like if you're really good at your craft, you like you could adapt to the times and stuff like that. So I don't know. 
I kind of agree and disagree, but majority disagree with him because, yeah, we live in a very sensitive world, bro. Like, you can't make jokes about certain things without somebody getting that in their feels. But there's certain things that I don't think that, you know, it's okay to get in your feels about when you're talking about somebody, you know, disabilities and stuff like that. You know, I, I understand that. Like, so that's how I feel. I feel like. He should be able to adapt with if you're that good of a comedian like he says he is. To me, he's you know he's been watered down every year. Every standout mm-hmm. stand up has been worse and worse and worse. The first mm-hmm. three straight fired. The last two or three, I could have done without man, honestly. And yeah, so that's how I feel. What you think? Yeah, um, I disagree totally. I don't agree at all, mm-hmm. honestly. With him. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't agree in the least bit. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think, like you said, it's an excuse, and it's an excuse because he, he's chasing a certain crowd and, and mm-hmm. check to be real. So, right. and, and he knows that chasing a check and getting the biggest payday, he can't do certain stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would have felt a little better if he would have been like, you know, you know, I'm mainstream now, mm-hmm. you know, and um, there's certain things I can't say. Because being mainstream has made it a little bit more difficult to mm-hmm. come up with some stuff. He should have just said that instead of just acting like it's a blanket statement that like a censorship, you know, doesn't give you freedom. Because one, I, I saw a quote of I think Chappelle and Cat Williams both said it. Mm-hmm. Um, Chappelle, one, he said that you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. You can say what you want. Mm-hmm. Just stand on it. Mm-hmm. Somebody may confront you, but just stand on it. If you mean what you say, then you know. That's true. You know, you know, Chappelle still say says what he wants. He he says whatever he wants out of his mouth. In his past specials, he has said things, and he, he does not regret any of them. And yes, he got hate for it, but he, he kept it pushing. Mm-hmm. This is this is comedy. Everybody knows the deal. So don't act like that's restricting you. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that coin, Cat Williams was like saying, you know, echoing what you were saying, like. I believe if you're talented, you can adapt to anything and make, exactly. make something out of any situation. There shouldn't be any excuse. And I say that because the same thing can be said about rap music. Oh, I was just about to go there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you cannot say a lot of the stuff that was being said back in, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talking about, you know, 90s and early 2000s. I mean, people was, you know, calling people the F word, if you don't know, F Eminem. Sure. Yeah, Eminem, and then like I just remember people saying that like after a bar, like something, something you get it, you you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's all types of stuff people used to say in rap that they no longer say because it's like you know it's a different time, and I know this this hurts people, but people still got bars, people still nice, so it's no excuse, man. Like it ain't no excuse to that. I think he just needs to look in the mirror and admit to it. Like hey, I like doing mainstream stuff, and being mainstream, I can't say certain things. It's that it's that simple. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I was about, I was about to say the same thing. I had like two examples. As far as rap goes, this kind of reminds me of when when Hov Jay Z first came out, and then he said he was rap rapping a certain way, and then he just dumbed it down for everybody, you know, like and adapted because he realized, you know, his style of rapping wasn't really clicking and stuff like that. So he adapted, and look where he's at now. Mm-hmm. Like just, what what do you say in that in that bar on um oh, on I the saw, black album? I used to rap like um common and <laughs> some shit. I, I <laughs> rap like common sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lyrically, I'll probably be Ty Lib Quee 
Talib Kweli or Common, but I make five mil. I ain't rapping, rapping like Common Sense. Like exactly, <laughs> like, bro. Like why are you complaining? Because if because people like him, it's clearly about the money, in my opinion. Yeah, like, it is. Clean, clean cut edge is where the money's at. Just, just go there. Like, like, do you need to go above and beyond to be funny? Like, is that what it takes? And like, it's like yeah. basketball. Like, like a LeBron, he's in his seventeenth year, eighteenth year. If you seen him in 03 when he first came out to where his game now, he adapted from the like. It's a whole different style, bro. Like all the greats in whatever medium they're in. Acting, sports, rap, like you adapt to, you know, like Eddie Murphy, Raw. Come on, bro. That's not the Eddie Murphy you see now. No, at all. So that's that's, that's, yeah, that's all. That's all I had to say. I think what it is, Kevin Hart starting to realize people are onto him. He's not as funny as he thinks he is, and you know, and Mm -hmm. he's trying to throw any excuse that he can. You know, that's what that's how I see it. And, and the crazy part about it is, I'm like, bruh, even if you give up, the, the, you know, the stand-up, you got movies that you do. Like, yep. I don't understand why you even chose to come out, jump out the window and talk about that. You you make, you know, high-grossing movies. And he was do complaining, that. too, about his movies, talking about he only has one, I think, well-reviewed re- movie or something like that. Nigga, who cares about reviews, bro? Like, exactly. Come like, come on, dog. Like... Bro, Adam Sandler's movies get trashed left and right, and Adam Sandler's stool, like, that, that's a go-to. That's a goat. Bro, like you said, my favorite director, Zack Snyder, he's gotten trashed almost his whole career. Mm. And he's still he's still kicking and making, getting getting booked, getting paid, so I'm like, it doesn't matter, like, what what a review says, who cares? Exactly. If you, if you, if you think you're the best at whatever thing you're doing, then adapt. As simple as that. It's gonna show, yeah. You know I mean? Yep. So, this is a movie podcast primarily, you know, obviously with some rap. And we, I feel like, when we first started this, we st- we started in the middle of the pandemic, right? This podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, I remember it was hard for us to come up with topics because Hollywood is pretty much shut down, theaters are closed and stuff like that. And now things are starting to look a lot better, bro. Like, theaters are opening they first started opening to blackout seats. You get a seat here, and then they blackout two or three. But now I'm here. Well, I'm not hearing. I recently went to watch a movie, and you know, I picked a ticket. And normally, when I get the ticket, I see the next two seats next to me blocked off. And this time, it didn't happen. So I'm like, wait a minute. So I looked it up. So it looks like restrictions are being lifted for movie theaters. Like it's a hundred percent capacity now. Do you think that's too soon? Ah, uh, hmm. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of weird, man. Mm-hmm. It's really really weird adjusting to how it was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because it's it just seems like overall mm-hmm. the focus and attention on COVID is not is nowhere near the same as it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, last year. So in a sense, it kind of makes it it, it, it low key makes me kind of like not think about it, mm-hmm. but. It still is in the air, like, um, you know, you know, it's still there. But then people got vaccines now. So I I still think there should at least be some type of restrictions, though, honestly. Maybe, maybe not, you know, full, like, I don't think full capacity is this smart. I just don't. But 
maybe more capacity. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like I said. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I agree with full capacity because I mean it's still going around. Everybody still hasn't gotten the vaccine. We still don't know if the vaccine works. You know, like fully for real, for real. And it's in the beginning stages. So uh, yeah, I don't think full capacity is where it's at. Uh, what about you? Because since you don't want to experience it. Yeah, I think uh, they're jumping the gun, bro. Like the vaccine is out, and I, I guess a, a pretty you know nice amount of people are taking it. And um, I guess it's theaters are like they're they're down bad during the pandemic so they just trying to recuperate or go back to normal as quickly as possible and everybody seems to think the vaccine is the end all be all and it hasn't even necessarily been proven like um chris paul got the pfizer in february and he just got covid so like, i'm mean, like damn like 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 slow down like slow your horses like i would gradually slowly get back into it not just out of the blue boom 100% capacity like I felt I was in the theater I felt so uneasy bro like to the point usually me you know this about me I'm, I'm particular I like to sit in a certain seat like the angle has to be right the screen has to be out all the way in the corner trying to get away from people as much as I can that's the just, worst place to yeah, be yeah bro that shit was horrible but it's what made me feel you know the safest and I had a, and you hear people coughing in the back and on this. I'm like, bro, is it really worth it? Like, <laughs> and the movie I'm watching wasn't even all that. I'm like, damn, bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out like this for this movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, I feel like it's a little too soon. They like, just people just calm down and like gradually, you know, get back into the swing of the things. Don't just go zero to hundred like <laughs> that quick and stuff. So. That's my thought. I think like, they, like they could have at least just, you know, gradually made it, you know, added more seats, but exactly. they got full capacity. It's just like, y'all jumping the gun way too much, man. And it makes sense, though, because um, Fast, Fast 9 just made $70 million opening weekend, which is the largest box office total since 2019's The Rise of the Skywalker, bro. That's crazy. Bro, I think that joint is like $400 million, like worldwide. Yeah, worldwide, $400 million. That's- that that's nuts. That that is like, bro. And it's been out like what? How how long? I don't know how long. It's a couple weeks. I say it hasn't been a month yet. I don't think. It's that's wh- crazy. It's half, wild, half bro. Million. That's just a lot, man. Like I just like a couple months ago, people were wondering if theaters were even gonna open again, and now it's full capacity, and it, and you got movies doing numbers like that. That's wild, bro. That's that's yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. So keeping it kind of, you know, to, to, to theatrical releases, mm-hmm. In the Heights, which is a um, Warner Brothers property, it's a musical, mm-hmm. it underperformed. Uh, do, you, do you think it's harder for musicals to succeed? And if so, like, why is that? But if not, like, you know, just why? Oh, yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Because I think uh, this movie was pegged to come out at like 25 million opening weekend and it only made 11, which is like 55% less than it was supposed to make. And yeah, um, I feel like musicals, it's, they're such a niche type of film. Like the audience, yeah, like the, it's not like a horror film. Like you hear horror, there are all these different sub-genres. A musical is a musical. Like yeah. you have, to me personally, I gotta be in the mood to watch a musical. You know, still to this day, I've never seen La La Land. You know, and I heard how amazing it is, but I just haven't been in the mood. Like I was talking to you a while back 
I didn't know what uh, Sweetney, Th- Sweetney Todd, that um, Johnny Depp film was, right? I thought it was just Which some... One? Uh, sw- about the barbers, Sweetney or Sweeney Todd? Oh, something? yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know what that film was, so I thought it was just about a barber from hell or something like that. So I'm like, I bet Johnny Depp, you know, he, you know, not the character, because I know you guys, yeah, whatever, but... I, I'm, I'm always down for a Johnny Depp film, so I, I'm like, I haven't seen this one. Let me press play, and uh, they started singing. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, is this a musical? <laughs> and bro, I turned it off. And as soon as they started singing, I turned it off, and it was solely because I wasn't in the mood for it. I feel like these type of films, if you don't have a big, big star like a Hugh Jackman that was in, um, damn, The Greatest Showman or stuff like that. Like yeah. you're mm-hmm. not, it's, you're not gonna have a draw. Like I seen the movie Into the Heights. It's a, it's it's a real good movie. I enjoyed it. I, like from beginning to end, I enjoyed the film. But like they had no well known actors. I think I knew like one or two. I knew the dude that played Doctor Dre from Straight Outta Compton and somebody mm-hmm. else, and that was it. I'm like man, like I could understand why I underperformed, bro. It doesn't matter how great of a movie you are. If it's a musical, there's not really that you know crowd that's gonna go for it and also their biggest after like watching the movie i think where they really felt is a musical in my opinion what makes a musical iconic and great and people keep coming to watch it is you gotta have at least one iconic song if Mm. if you don't have a song or a soundtrack that's memorable you're not gonna get repeat value like i saw the movie and i can't remember not one song like you have Frozen with Let It Go. You have um. Let me not. Let me stop. I'm not gonna sing and stuff like that. But like, <laughs> nothing was memorable in it. So that's that's what I think. I think it's a niche thing. The songs weren't memorable, and um, the cast was a lot of unknown people in it. Like no big big name that was starring in it. That's that's what I think. Which what about you? No, a hundred percent agree. You know, it's too much of a, a, a niche film. It is to like to bet money on. And I'm looking at the budget. The budget was fifty five million dollars. Like, like I, I don't really know if I would have spent that much money mm. on, on a musical. Like that's just that's just a bit much, man. Mm-hmm. Be real. Um, because me personally, I'm not into musicals at all in the slightest. Like, really? Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not into them. Got nothing, nothing against them, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not something that I'm going. I'm actively going to see, and I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who, you know, uh, feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So for them to spend this type of money on a musical is kind of insane. I'm not really sure. Fifty-five. Where I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm looking. Fifty-five million USD. That that is way too much. So they're not gonna break even then. Damn, that's gonna no, cost them money. Wow. Yeah. If, if if they only made eleven million opening weekend, mm-hmm. it's only gonna drop from there. So. Yep. I mean, this thing this thing may top out at like twenty million. God God damn. That's one of the movies you postponed into twenty twenty two. That's crazy. For real, like 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 you like. That's my biggest thing about it. Like, I don't know. Like, I saw somebody saying, talking about the movie industry, that they they need to really batten down the hatch when it comes to these budgets, man. Mm -hmm. Because the spending is kind of out of control for for certain movies. Like, I just, I'm sorry. 55 million is just a lot, man. Like, it is. um, And after seeing that, I was like, yeah, this, this, it doesn't really matter. Like, the movie, um, 
it wasn't going to do a lot. Because you look, because I'm pretty sure they saw the success of Hamilton. It was like, yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. But Hamilton was a play on Broadway before it was even in the theater. Mm-hmm. So you already had like the, the word of mouth running way ahead of time. I could be wrong, but I think um, In the Heights was too. And it was um, from the same, the creator of Hamilton was a creator of In the Heights too. I could be wrong. I think I read that. No. Yeah, it is the same creator, but mm-hmm. I'm just but in in terms of like word of mouth. Yeah, and and you know like the hype built behind it, like everybody knows Hamilton, bro. But in yeah, the like I kept getting confronted by Hamilton. I'm like, what the hell is Hamilton? Like, what is that? Like when it was first around, yeah, I didn't know what it was. In the hype, the only reason I know about it is because of like it's on. I be on HBO Max and it's like advertising it, but I don't mm. really you know. Other than that, it wasn't like a word of mouth where I knew somebody who you know talked about it or whatever. Gotcha. So. So I'm guessing you didn't that watch it. No, I didn't watch it. Okay. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> like I said, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a musical guy, so I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, like I said, is I'm, I'm sure you're not alone. It's a. It's a niche type of genre, and me personally, I don't mind musicals at all. I just have to be in the mood for it. Like I saw, Rocket Man, that Elton John movie, bruh, fire, 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 fire. I don't know. You probably haven't watched it, right? Have Have do you? No. <laughs> like you've clear you watch uh, musicals before, right or not? Nah? Yeah, I've seen them before. Okay. They're just not my thing. I, I guess. Just, uh, I get I get kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, like Rocket Man. You had uh, your leading star is like one of the best up and coming actors and stuff like that, and it's about Elton John. So, like you gotta, I think you gotta be pick like you you gotta be very selective of what you pick and when it comes to musicals like if you're gonna do a musical in the heights and stuff like that yeah 55 mil bu- budget that's wild uh, uh, yeah that's, that's crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. well i'll tell you one movie that's not gonna underperform and i don't care what you what anybody says black widow early reactions are out and it's projecting to make 65 to 90 million opening weekend. Yeah. That's an easy 90. Easily not. And especially with, you know, these reactions and stuff. What's your thoughts on that? Um, the reactions, uh, the early reactions, you read some and, you know, the projected opening weekend. Yeah, I, I actually, it's funny because I've seen... Um, I've seen quite a few reactions, and you know, it's always a typical best Marvel movie ever, you know. <laughs> but the people that I trust, like with reviews, mm-hmm. they pretty much said it's kind of mid. Mm. And to be honest with you, I'm not surprised because I'm I'm going in here thinking it's gonna be mid, mm-hmm. just because personally, outside of the fir- first trailer, mm-hmm. none of them have really like been like eye catching or, or drawing for me. That first show was fire because you know it was new and and they cut it differently and then as they kept showing more and more, I was just like, mm, I think this might be a little mid. I'm not gonna front. And then on top of that, you have the anticipation um, that doesn't help, you know, the, the, the reception to films. But again, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be just a, a, a cool movie. I'm not expecting nothing crazy. Um, I think it's pretty clear what this movie is. The, the baton is being passed to uh, Florence Pugh's character. I mean, I, I can see that a mile away. Yeah. Um, 
And I think I think it should be decent. I, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near Winter Soldier, but I think it should be cool. And uh, as far as the box office, that's easy. I mean, it's Marvel. <laughs> they've, they've. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it made a hundred million. I don't know. Like, like, Marvel's sure money for sure money at this point. So, no. what about you, though? Um, yeah, I, I saw the reactions. And it looked like every other MCU reaction. It felt like a MCU, you know, template like for early reactions. It's always the same feel. So I don't go by early reactions. Not just MCU films. Early reactions. Period. I don't trust them. I just feel like a lot of people to get to see the film early. So you know, you're already excited on that. And then plus, it's a Marvel film. Like Marvel has, they have good credit. They have good graces with the audience and stuff like that. So they. They get away with a lot as far as, um, you know, like certain studios can't get away with half the stuff they get away with. And I, um, yeah, I don't like for some reason, usually it doesn't matter what MCU film is. There is some sort of excitement for me. This film's coming out next week and I'm like, eh, okay, I'm like, I'm going to check it out for sure. Like opening, opening weekend without a doubt. I'll be I'll be part of that uh, 90 million that it makes uh, over the weekend, but I'm not going to say that I'm ridiculously overexcited. Uh, probably not, and it's it's the same old thing I've been saying. Like it's a, it feels like a little too late. Like you're having a it does yeah man you're having a Black Widow film after she died in the MCU. Like you had there's so much more you could do with this character, like when she was alive like. I felt like the perfect timing was right after Avengers, like really, really dive into her back. Sorry, like from hearing like from certain people, like this feels like it's just a it's just a placeholder of a film. Yeah, it's a filler movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, and I don't know. Uh, for this to be the first MCU film in theaters in what almost two years, I just hope it's good. You know, I'm gonna watch it. Obviously, with an open mind. If it's good, it's good. If not, you know, I'll, I'll be sure to say it. And as far as um, sixty-five a million to ninety million, remember a couple episodes back, I said this would be the film to really, really like announce that movies are back, possibly. And yeah, without a doubt, like that's crazy. Like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if it hits a hundred mil. And yeah, I think it's gonna be on the upper end of sixty-five, and not just. Because it's a Marvel film. It's one of the, you know, main Avengers. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it, yeah, it'll, 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 it'll do some damage. And um, yeah. clearly it being $30 at um, Disney Plus is not, you know, hurting its box office at all. So, yeah. Well, I'll find out next week by the next podcast. You'll know how I feel about Black Widow. Yeah, I was like, so I'm gonna see it, and I'm I'm kind of like you, like I'm not really that excited. I'm going into it just to see it because it's yet another movie that you know suffered from pushbacks and continued marketing. Yeah, bro. And um, it's gonna eat people up, man. Like I think, yeah, it's just one of those movies that's that's gonna suffer to that. And like I said, it feels too late. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just I just have a feeling, and I know mm-hmm. that this movie is not gonna really dig that much deeper into the character. I feel the same thing. Like, I, like I, I 100% feel like 
it's gonna be like the most surface level. Like we're gonna yep. introduce these people that she's dealt with before, but we're not gonna know. We're not gonna learn anything new about her. Mm. And that's pro- and that's the part that doesn't have me excited because I'm like, they're just gonna, you know, this is a passage of a time. Like we want to have Florence be in the group now, so we want to create a bond, but we don't want to create any type of layers because this character's dead now. So there's mm. really no point. Um. So yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, and that's how I feel. Like though, you, that's the word to describe how the in my opinion i felt the mcu has used natasha black widow period is surface level like she is a surface level version of her uh, comic book counterpart bro like she there is so much depth to her character bro in the comics the oh my god like to the point the winter soldier could not even hold a candle to the type of film like a true black widow film could be in my opinion but Obviously, it's no, too you're late, late though, because mm-hmm. because that's what had me, you know, kind of excited when the first like the first first trailer dropped the teaser, because yep. that first one was like, oh shit, here we go, like yeah, you know what I'm saying, but then just like One Woman '84, you know, as <laughs> as the tra- trailers just kept rolling out, you know, and more footage was seen, and I'm just kind of like, mm, right, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, we were I, right about that film. Yeah, it didn't. Um, I won't be so upset mm-hmm. if. WB and Disney both take L's as far as like quality of movies, bro. Like, like how y'all do the female leads of each universe dirty like this, dog? Like, come on. Like, well, come on. the only um, good thing about Wonder Woman, at least she got one good film prior. Like, this is Black Widow. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, that is very crazy. true. She been in the MCU. When did Iron Man two came out? Two thousand ten. Yes. Bro. No, no, no. You, 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 you talking about the second one? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah, second one. She doesn't uh-huh. Bro, so you're talking about 11 years, and now you're... Ooh, that's crazy, Bro, Ant-Man has two movies before her. Yo, she about to get a trilogy, dog. That's crazy. And it's probably going to be is. a one and done. It is. It will be. It will be. Hey, all right. Let I me just see. feel like Scarlet is, is done with this mm. <laughs> damn bro. Like, every time I see her talk about it, she's just kind of like, yeah, you know. Bro, um, they got a top-class actress, bro. She could have, oh, my God. There's so much yeah. more they could have done with that character. And it's not just her, bro. I got a huge rant I could go about certain characters, but I'm not, you know, just. Ooh, go ahead. Do mini rant. I want to hear this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these amazing characters that the MCU have, they have not done them justice. Like, Black Widow, obviously. The Hulk, bro. Oh God, bro! You have you ever read the storyline of World War Hulk, Planet Hulk, stuff br- like br- that? Bro, that's why. And it's funny because this is gonna tie in the next subject we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. pretty much tying this in. But that right there mm-hmm. is why Ragnarok pisses me off so much mm-hmm. because it's a wasted story arc for World, you know, Planet Hulk. Yeah. Like, like, like you, like this is how you're gonna use that storyline. Like, and these are iconic characters, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is Hulk took over that world and came to Earth and, and battled all of the Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. He went so crazy. They need a century to come. Like, mm. come on, man. Like, like and, uh, bro, human, the Human Torch literally got as, fire, as hot as he could and tried to burn Hulk. And this man got up angry. Like, come on, <laughs> Dog. Like that, and you, and you play it for a joke. Come on, bro. World War Hope, bro. This dude, you know, you know, Black Bolt, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though. His screams could decimate a planet. My dude crushes wing po- uh, windpipes like nothing. Took down Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Outsmarted Professor X, bro. Like, come on. And now you, like, to where um, the Hulk is now, there's no going back. Like, these iconic stories were never, ever going to see in the MCU. You can't. It makes no sense. Because Exactly. This version of the Hulk, this is way, 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 way down. Like, I feel like they cut, like, all the good parts. And you know what I think? I think it's petty because they don't have the full rights to the Hulk, which is whack in my opinion. But, um, yeah, like, so Black Widow, the Hulk, bro, they completely, as much crap that I talk about Ant-Man, I don't know if I said this, but Ant-Man is honestly in the comics one of my favorite um, Avengers. But it's, yeah, the, you did say that, yeah. Yeah, it's the Hank Pam Ant-Man, bro. That character is so rich, bro, in detail and completely threw that character away and used the second, co- like, bro. I hate how they just throw away these iconic characters, bro. It just, it, it frustrates me. And, see, you got me in this little rant going. Winter Soldier, bro. His first appearance, like, in Winter Soldier, he's so iconic and badass. To now, the fucking and the Winter Soldier is a good show. Don't get me wrong. But they, they the first two episodes, I say, they really made you feel like they're going to, dig deep into his backstory into Name what really shit. exactly bro they just yeah they just threw that shit like ah, we are right. black captain america let's go that's it bro like this character has been like he's such a great character he's been thrown aside to what um <laughs> the new captain america sidekick like it, it's it's crazy yo what's his name red wing gets more shine than the Winter Soldier does now. <laughs> that shit wow, man. Like, I could go, yo, Hawkeye, bro. Hawkeye's been a joke in the MCU, bro. If anybody talks about the Avengers, who's the last one they're, they're bringing up? Hawkeye. Bro, mm-hmm. Hawkeye should be toe-to-toe with Green Arrow. Like, he really should, though. Like, and, he really should be. Besides the first Avenger, and maybe the first Thor when you first get to the introduced with him like hawkeye they haven't really done anything with his character i know he's coming on no. with um with this um D- disney plus show but it seems but like it's not gonna have no depth to it though like and see mm-hmm. that is my problem with the i'm, I'm gonna get on rent with rent with you right like, mm-hmm. that is my i'm not gonna say problem like oh i'm mad but that's that's my issue with the mcu man like they don't dig deeper mm-hmm. into the characters like the comic books do mm-hmm like it's all yes. surface level stuff like exactly. it like 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 the characters these characters are all one note one layer you don't get anything from i mean you you get you get something from from you know from stark just because he, he's kind of the center of everything you mm-hmm. get you get a little more with him um and and even in some ways cat but not really like even with those two you don't really get the depth of who they are mm-hmm. and like, like you don't get more from them, and for me, that's what makes the movies not as rewatchable. Because once you've seen it, you've seen it. There's yep. nothing else. There's nothing else more to pick from. It's just a movie. And again, and I say that there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your preference, and you just, you know, you watch movies, just eat your popcorn, and you just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. That's cool too. But as somebody who's been an advocate reader of the comic books, knowing that these characters and stories have a lot more layers than what I'm seeing, it just kind of bothers me. I'm just like, 
they're not they're not they're not even trying to you know dig deeper. Like even when Falcon and Winter Soldier, I haven't thought about that show since it, since it stopped. Mm. This is fact. Like I haven't thought about WandaVision since it stopped. Mm. Like once I've seen it, I don't need to see it again. That's it. I don't. I don't need to see anything again. I mean, Winter Soldier. I love it, but I mean, if you're talking about surface, you're talking about levels and layers. There's not really much of anything in the movie. Mm. To be real, the only movie that has some type of layers to it is Black Panther. Mm. I think uh, that's uh, yeah. Like that has some real layers in it that, that you, you can rewatch it and just be like, oh, that's that's cool and just you know and again some type of layer because even that movie is not that that layer to mm-hmm. be real it's, it's not you know it's just the it's just certain things in it that you know that are layered but still they don't really say a lot when the comic counterparts do say a lot you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like how they, they 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 just completely um what is it uh chop the balls off of iron man 3 you know what i'm saying like that's an opportunity to take it further right and you just don't do it Mm-hmm. You know, you, you give him PTSD, and really, he he has PTSD, and that's when he starts struggling with alcoholism, and you see how that ruins his life, and he you don't even you don't even try to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like in any type of way, and you know, so that that, that that's my biggest thing about the Marvel movies is they don't dig any deeper than just the surface. Yeah, and um, I think where we, I, I, I think I can speak for both of us, is because we're avid comic book readers. Like, we know these characters, and a lot of the MCU, they're, they, like, so, uh, I say a decent portion reads the comics, but majority of them is just strictly the movies. And what yeah. they mm-hmm. see, and they, they think that's what that character is. Like, yeah, Iron Man is good, but where is Tony struggling with alcoholism? Alcoholism, like mm-hmm. where is that storyline? Like I feel like you could really dig deep, and I understand comic book run, uh, runs they long these they run these ridiculously long years, but if that's the case, like all these characters have iconic storylines, like focus on these storylines. Why is the hoax best? You know anything to do with the Hulk is not ever seen. Like, why is that? Civil War comic book, Civil War movie, two different things. Like, I love Civil War movie. I love them a lot. I love I love it a lot more than some people do. But if you're gonna tell me, do I read the comic or watch the movie first? I'm reading the comic ten times yeah. out of ten. Like, like that movie to me was an opportunity to dig way mm-hmm. deeper than, than than what the surface level was. Like. It, it didn't. It didn't do that for me. That's and true. again, and, and, and from another standpoint, you know, we read comics, but outside of reading comics, it's just about making some, making a movie and a story that's that, that's compelling mm-hmm. enough to make you be like, you know, to question things. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's gonna pull you in. And it's just like, even from that standpoint, just give me something that's gonna, you know, that I can bite into to be like, damn, like, because mm-hmm. because if, if you watch the Spider-Man Raimi movies. Mm-hmm. Even if you haven't read the comics or anything, there is a lot of shit in those movies that have takeaway points. Mm-hmm. Just, just the tagline, with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> just says, it, it speaks volumes. And you could take that line and you, you could take that one line and spread it across all three movies and see how it, how he has to deal with that ideology. Right. You know, in, in, in Spider-Man 2, he realizes like, Hey, 
I don't, I, I don't, I don't have the power. I can't be responsible, so I can't have this power. Mm-hmm. And he even loses his powers because he 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 doesn't want to be responsible. Like like, it's it's depth there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I always go back to the Raimi movies because I'm like, those are the best Marvel movies, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 the MCU hasn't done that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. None of the movies have done what Raimi did with those Spider with the Spider-Man movies. So that's what I'm looking for. Something to dig deep. I mean. I'm on a ramp. Sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all probably don't care, but I just got to go. Like, Professor Holt, why is that an off-screen thing? I agree a thousand percent. That's an that's you know iconic, bro, in the comics. Like, seeing Hulk big... talk, like, I think it's Grey Hulk that's the smart one in the comics, right, that talks and all that? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. They even kind of try to did that, because if, if you see his color um, palette from, what is it, Endgame and I believe Infinity, like, he's a lighter, grayish hope like yeah grayish gray huh like but that's yo nobody explains that he's just talk, talking to groupies like little kid groupies and in, in a in a diner yeah and, and he's not even like he like like who professor hope really is you know he's yeah, over there yo. you know laughing and joking and you know just saying wow shit and then again with hawkeye the man has the, the, the man went rogue and has been on the run killing people <sighs> I know where you're going. Mm. Like, and that just, and, and that whole scenario gets summed up in a sentence from from uh, James Rose telling Black Widow about it mm. to a dope-ass, dope-ass scene, by the way, of, of him, you know, killing people and Black Widow just shows up and he stops. It's just like, what? Like, I wanted to see more. I could see, a whole, all jokes aside, I think that should have been a movie all on its Bruh, own. yes. It should have been a movie. Show his descent. Yes. Show what happened after his family died, and and and, oh, and what what that so what that did, mm. what that did to mess with his psyche. Where he just was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. That's top. Show him going on that bro. trip. That's you know what I'm saying? Show, tier. show that build of him turning into a, a maniac that's killing people. Like, yes. you know how fucking good that would be. And you got a good ass actor, bro. Dude, Jeremy Renner's could act, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I love him in um, that uh, almost everything, really. You know what I'm saying? Everything the town. I've seen him. Like, like he, he's Wind great. River, bro. This dude could act, dog. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he's 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 phenomenal. Like, even in like you know a similar movie to Hawkeye, uh, the Born Legacy movie, yeah. like, the way he was in that film. Like, you can do that with these characters. That, that's what that's what aggravates me. Like, mm. you can do, you can make regular movies out of these characters, but mm. you just don't want to. Because this formula's worked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do it. I just want to see Marvel do that mm-hmm. with, 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 with one character. Just make a real movie. You know what I'm saying? Dig deeper. Give me something to keep me rewatching it. Because these movies are just one watch and just throw it on, like, when I'm vacuuming or some shit. Like, they don't, they don't, they're, they're not movies that, that, that you have to sit down and watch every single frame of. You know what I'm saying? Like, these movies aren't those. Like, it's a movie you sit down and you just want to be entertained. You get up to the bathroom, you might text on your phone, you might Damn. write some... And, and, and look, I'm, I don't mean that by no disrespect, I swear to God, no disrespect. Mm. You know, because some movies are like that. Like, you know, I think, you know, fucking um, Jurassic Park is a movie that's like just a, a popcorn flick. You know, for the most part. I mean, it's, it plays with, you know, the ideologies of like, you know... Humans trying to play God, you know. Mm. But even from that level, you know, the MCU, I just want to see them dig deeper, bro. That's all I want. Mm. 
Because out of all 23 movies we've gotten, the majority of them have just been one layer popcorn flicks. Mm. So that's all I'm saying. Um, sorry yeah. for the tangent. Film started it. I jumped on the, the wagon and uh, and um, I just yeah, go go on. No, I'm just saying like I love these characters, yo. Like I love yeah, Marvel. I do too. I love DC, so I'm gonna be passionate about it. Like so, that's I just want to see more. My love for DC and Marvel is like ridiculously close. Yes, I am a Marvel, I mean a DC guy to a to an extent, yeah, but Marvel is right right there, bro. Like I love comics period. Like so them coming from Marvel to DC doesn't really matter that much. It's just that, you know, I certain characters for Mar- for DC for me just I just hold they, they, yeah, they, they're just iconic. But Marvel is iconic as, as well, and like I could for sure. Like I just want, like the the comics that I read growing up, like like give me these characters. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the stories, and I think that's what DC does so well. They mm-hmm. don't really, all right, the Dark Knight Returns. Let let's make a whole film about the Dark Knight Returns. See, you put yourself in a predicament when you do that. You name something yeah, you the Dark Knight Returns, and then you trying to be different from the comics, trying to make it your own, don't follow certain aspects of the comic, and then it's not, you know, what the title says. And see, mm-hmm. like, you got the Dark Knight, you got um Batman versus Superman, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, like, Birds of Prey, like, none of these or like really comic book storylines that has its own they're just the character in the world that's it that's yeah it. and it is based on different runs of whatever you want it's not like something specific exactly like i feel like you have age of ultron um winter soldier civil, fire civil war silver war yeah like like stuff like that like you know so Infinity War, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Infinity War is fire, though, but it didn't really follow Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, because, so. I mean, it, you know, you're taking from Infinity Gauntlet and yep. Infinity, so it's just like, you just... That's a huge arc, using. yep. Yeah, very big. And, uh, and again, my last thing before we get off, like how you said, I'm a fan of both. Like, when you talk yes. about the comic books, like, I'm equally a fan of yes. both of them. Like, it, there's not one over the other, you know. Of course, my love, mm-hmm. you know, for Batman. Because, like I said, my, my two favorite characters... Are Batman and Spider-Man? My like those exact are same too. Like those those are literally equal yep. as far as like what, who I love. I love Batman and I, and I love Spider-Man. Agreed. So it ain't no hatred on either end. But when it comes to the films, I favor DC movies because mm. they they aren't afraid to have some deeper qualities mm. in the movies. You know what I'm saying? The, the the depth to me is what pulls me in because the depth is what I see in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why Rainy Spider-Man's is so good. The depth, the depth, man, like, it's just different, man, that's it. I think um, the MCU is just trying to tailor into the family aspect a little bit too much. They're trying to be for everybody. And I don't know about, I think newer DC's doing that as well, but I think they're trying to find a good balance. But the MCU, they have their formula. They know who their audience is, and they, they, like, they know how to make money. And mm-hmm. like, it, it, like the MCU is like Drake to me. Like yeah, they, they have their formula, and they're gonna drop bangers that their audience is gonna love. I love, I, I love um, a lot of 
MCU films, more than 50%. I, I, I would say more than 50% is a lot because it's like 20 something films. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's like you. There's a reason why you never, you've never heard me once talk crap about Marvel comics, uh, Marvel anim- animations growing up. Like, I, cause I love Marvel as well. It's just certain aspects of the MCU that I just can't get with. Like, I, I mean, you fit, never spoke mm-hmm. talk crap about the MCU though. No, like, that's true. Like, like, like I, and and I, I feel the same way. Like, people can take it how they want, but I've never ever, you knew have never heard me or never seen me tweet and say, "Oh, that shit was trash." Nah, nah, that MCU movie was trash. Like, true. I don't do that. Like, I've never said that. Yeah, there are films that I think aren't that great, you know, because they just play it play it safe. Mm-hmm. But you, I will never come out of my mouth saying like they trash because technically, as films, they work. You and we both know that yep. as a, as a film project, they all work. Yep. But I'm not gonna sit here and just take, you know, take anything. I'm gonna be vocal about what I want to see. I'm a consumer. I'm paying money. Mm. Why the hell should I just sit here and just be like, oh, I'm gonna just take it? And, you know, no. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I want, and I want Marvel, Marvel Studios to be more compelling with their storytelling. That's, that's <clears> it. <throat> Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but no, just no. let you let people know that you, you never ever hated on them once. Nope. The only, even though like I joke around about Ant Man, only because like I'm dumbfounded that it got a trilogy ahead of some stuff but like before i i hop off this mcu i can't even call it a rant it's just like a in-depth conversation on on where we think the state of the mcu is but like before i hop off this convo thor i have to address thor um I say right before what came Thor two came off after Avengers one right? Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. The f- phase one of the MCU, Thor was my favorite character. I love Thor better than Iron Man, even though Iron Man one came out. I love them better than Captain America, bro. I absolutely love Thor from phase one in the comics. He is such a bro. I, I can't even describe how. First of all, let's not even talk about his power scales, which haven't even really been touched in the MCU, but the no, character no. itself, bro. And it was a little disheartening to see, like, I didn't recognize the character in Ragnarok, really. Like, yeah. they tried to pull some of um, the Hope, I mean Hope, what am I saying? Some of Thor, and it's just, um, and then what they did with Endgame, it was a good little joke, but for it to last as long as they did, like I'm really curious to see, like Love and Thunder, how they handle this character. Cause Thor is, bro. If if DC's the Trinity is Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, like the MCU's trilogy. I mean Trinity, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. Like I, I feel it hasn't been as iconic. Those four, those four first two, you could pull one out and say, "Yo, this is iconic. Like this is a staple." Iron Man one, straight flames. Winter Soldier, even Civil War, but Winter Soldier was more isolated to Cap himself. While when, while Civil War felt like it, 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 it was a lot. It was you know another Avengers film, but mm-hmm. Thor. Like I love the first Thor. Like, that's my favorite Thor film, and it's one of my favorite MCU films. But I feel like that iconicness, that epicness, wasn't quite there. It was just real good 
father and son Shakespearean story, bro, and I love that aspect about it. But the epicness yeah. of, of Thor, I have yet to really, really see. I saw it. The first glimpse of epic Thor was Avengers 1, bro. Like, his yes. demeanor, yeah. his fight. Yo, the banter with him and Hulk, dog. Bro, that yeah. shit was gold. Him and Loki, like, when he first appeared on top of that jet and he took. Bro, I, I adore that scene. <sighs> like, you hear the thunder you see, you hear yes. the thunder cracking. And then the view changes from you flying it into the ship. Like, I was like, this is so ridiculous. This is fire. Yo, everybody wants What to, happened to that Thor? Yes. Not just that Thor. Like, everybody wants to go crazy about what is this phase four. But there is nothing like phase one MCU, bro. The excitement that you would get for each. It's it's crazy, dog. Like, Avengers, like... You know what? Yeah. I just... Hopefully... Because I, I, I could go on and on. I could talk about these characters for... A very long time. That's how much love I have for you know Marvel characters in particular. So yeah. So I just I'm hoping Love and Thor, Love and Thunder is you know brings back who used to be my favorite character in the MCU, like back to that. But you know we'll see. I, I doubt it. Yeah. Based off of what uh, you know Taika said, mm. this man said everything we did with Ragnarok, we just multiplied it. Mm. I feel like we put. <laughs> I feel like we put everything, every idea, every single ridiculous concept or gag mm. or stunt or character in the movie. And uh, hearing that is just kind of disheartening to mm. be real. Um, like I said, I wasn't a fan of Ragnarok in the slightest because I thought it was overly silly mm-hmm. to the point where like it's just it's, it's a comedy, you know. I just and I just think Thor is such a character that's like just not comedic at all. Like I want to. Ah, boy. Um, this is disheartening. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's, that's disheartening, man. Yeah. I read um, those statements. And to me, at first, I had the same, you know, thought as you. I'm like, bro, you're going to make, you, you're going to do that. But reading it over again and knowing the, the kind of sense of humor uh, what TD has, like, I feel like he's just doing that because he knows like a lot of people a lot of people loved Ragnarok like that's that's I enjoyed Ragnarok I didn't love it but I, I enjoyed Ragnarok I, I really did but it doesn't matter if you love it or like it like the same arguments and dislikes were, were said about the film and I feel like he's aware of that so he was just being a little cheeky and asshole-ish by saying that statement that's what I'm hoping he's he's doing and what I think he's doing. I don't, cause like reading that, it's like okay, I'm gonna do. It's like exactly what you don't want Love and Thunder to be is what he's doing exactly to the T. I'm like, there's no way that a director who's that in tune is gonna do the complete opposite. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's definitely a possibility, man. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know, man. Marvel has built this um, force field. <laughs> Of um, you know, just anything like you know, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna their movies are gonna make money, they're gonna sell, they kind of do what they want. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I I I really have no idea, man. Like, I hope you're right, and he ends up making something that's a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. And because I I saw the first look at how Jane looks in that Thor armor, it looks kind of hard. Like I was like, yeah, that's fire. So yeah, you talking about the um, behind the scene pictures stuff like that. 
No, it was one. I saw that too, but it's it's a picture on a T-shirt, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And I'm like, that armor looks pretty fly. Yeah. So, um, and, her, and she got the helmet on and all yeah, that. So that's pretty dope. Fire. And so, I, uh, I have hope for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder because, like, I think he's a real good director. Like Jojo Rabbit. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I ain't seen that. Bro, that movie is amazing. Like, not just good, in my opinion, it's an amazing film. Like, he has talent. And I'm not saying Ragnarok was talentless. I just feel like he could really do more with that character. Like, some of the episodes that he shot in The Mandalorian, bro, fire. Like, some of the best episodes of The Mandalorian he did. Like, I know this dude has skills. There's only, I think, one film I haven't watched from him. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. And I and even I heard that was good. So I have hope that um, Love and Thunder will be epic, to say the least. And I don't think Christian Bell would sign in to do another comic book movie after he said, like, I think after The Dark Knight Rises, he said he was done with that genre. And for him to come back, there must be something that was appealing to him to make him come back, so... Look, I'm I'm hoping, man. Like, <laughs> I'm really hoping because I, I haven't really liked a Thor movie since probably the first one, man. To be honest, that first one is amazing. I know everybody's favorite, well, majority of people's favorite movie is Ragnarok, but that first <laughs> Thor film, dog, that shit gets slept on. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty good. All right, so let's jump off the the, the Marvel talk. Let's and go. Movie, movie talk in general. Let's jump off that. Um, it's called the film this. wrap up for. Yeah, it's called the film wrap up for a reason. Mm-hmm. So let's introduce a few rap topics. You know, before we get on out of here. So we all know the big, the big four producers, right? Dre, Swiss, Tim, Pharrell, Kanye. You know, mm-hmm. you know the big five. Excuse me. So I wanted to ask you, what are five of your favorite producers outside of the, those big five right. and why if you want to add a story of four but just you can name them off mm-hmm. if not uh, I'll just go off probably the weakest on this list to me and if you know me you shouldn't be surprised you're, you're probably going to roll your eyes but um, I put Cole on there and uh, it's simple because I love Cole's music and he produces most of his music so that 20, is right. right. You, you get I, what I'm I was kind of confused at first. I was like, Cole, what? Like, yeah. Does he know I said producers? But he is a producer. Yeah, he produces majority of his uh, like his albums, and I love his albums. And not that, not only that, like he started to branch off too. He produced um, Anderson Pack song. He he did um Corday Corday song. Like I've heard, like and he had this one. Um, I have to send you this clip. He produced a beat for um, Jay-Z that Jay-Z never used. It was like 10 years ago. Oh, my God. That shit was fire. But, yeah. Yeah, I didn't um, hear that. Yeah, that, it, it's an old clip. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like, he produces major... Like, one of my, my favorite song from the... Damn, what am I trying to... From the off-season, which is The Climb Back. He produced that. You know oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, you, think, you never heard that one. Yeah, I never, I never heard oh. that one too. I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. And I had to check who. I'm like, he produced it. Like, like he, he's a fire producer in my opinion. And um, so that's my first one. Hey, I'm surprised by that one. Cool. Yeah. And um, next I have, I have Boy Wonder, bro. 
Bar Wonder. Win Wonder? Yeah. All right. Dope. Like him, the combination of him and Drake, like this dude knows how. To... He makes probably yeah. the most. <sighs> Should I? Nah, I wouldn't say he makes the most layered beats, but they're most. Like they not, bro. Like, like. Like he's the type of art, like producer that he makes the artist. That's how I feel like a lot of these, like rap nowadays, the producers are, are the stars in my opinion. Like without a hot producer, like put whatever uh, Lil Durk is saying with a so-so producer, it's not gonna sound mm -hmm. as hot as it does. And I think uh, Boy Wonder is one of those. That's my number two. Uh, number three, uh, Torres Martin. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, Chidi dude. He be playing the saxophone. Yeah, dog. This dude, he produced like majority of YG's Still Brazy album. Fire if you never heard that album. He produced uh, a lot of To Pimp the Butterfly. I love his sound, bro. It's that soulful jazz feel. That shit is. Whew. That shit yeah, he fire. fire. Yeah, he fire. That's my number three. Uh, Metro Boomin. That had to come on now. He, he's to me, is probably. <laughs> one of the best, um, like hit that that album that he did with um, Twenty One Savage, bro. The minute I forgot, I forgot the, the latest one. The minute that shit started playing, dumb. And uh, the last one is the Alchemist, bro. Yeah, Alchemist is super fire. Yeah, Goodness bro. gracious! Like I don't, I don't even have to explain that. That that goes without saying. Yeah, that made it in the game. Yeah, for a minute. And my number six. And like, uh, I'll probably say Hit Boy was my number six. Mm, okay. Yeah. What's your list? <laughs> it's funny. Your list is way different than mine. I told you. <laughs> I told you. You, you went young bull status. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so mine isn't in any type of order. So I'm just going to like name them. Mm. One of my favorite producers. I'm going to start with the one that we agree on, Alchemist. He's in there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's just dope. Uh. Next, I'm gonna put Bink. I don't know if you know you know who that is Bink. Mm -mm, who's that? He made a lot of that rock, old Rockefeller stuff. Um, oh really? Not one nine hundred hustler. He made that. Okay, I thought Rick Rubin made uh, most of the the joints back then. No heck no. Uh -uh. Um, he made that. He made some. He made a, some, some Rick Ross joints too. Like recently, okay. like yeah, yeah. Bink is Bink is is, is fire. Uh, next, I'm gonna put RZA. Um, mm. I just love that. Yeah, I, I love his beats because you know he he's just New York to me. Like yeah. I just facts. Um, next, I'm gonna say Q-Tip because to me, really, yeah, to me Q-Tip is, is like the godfather of any jazz soul, like any type of jazzy sample beats. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, Q is kind of like the godfather of that. Like I just be listening to you know all the old tribe called Quest of them. Just like these beats, just mm. like. Mm. And then last on my list is Just Blaze. Mm -hmm. Almost had him in there, bro. Just Blaze it will forever be fire to me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. As soon as you hear them, them piano notes, Just you know Blaze. what the deal is. Doom, doom, doom. This is facts. Doom, doom, doom. One of the best hip hop beats ever. This is facts. PSA. Goodness gracious, like. Yeah, almost had him in my five. Yes, yes. So uh, th those are my five right there. Okay. See, I like this topic because you you just put me off the game on um. See, uh, that's what that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. 
Yeah, Bink was doing between Bink and Just Blaze and of course Kanye, mm-hmm. they was doing a lot of their old Rockefeller stuff. And yeah. um, and the thing about Bink is he can switch it up. He can do the Just Blaze like big sample stuff, mm-hmm. but he can also do like that Rick Ross. Like he was the kind of one of the people to usher in that whole Rick Ross luxury luxurious sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, yeah, um, yeah, he that, that's that's my guy right there. That's fire. That's fire. So, so um, not go on. Um, okay. No, I was gonna, I was gonna transition, but go on. Um, no, no, you go ahead. I, I was about to uh, say something, but you go ahead. All right. No, I was gonna say sticking with the rap side of thing. We talked about our, you know, fave producers. I think this will be a fun little topic. What are your top five rap features that stole the show? <laughs> it's gonna be funny. Um, I've been dying to hear this all day. I mean, I mean, off, 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 rip. The first uh, one is easily is Renegade. I mean, Renegade. Yep. That's 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 one of them. Uh, <laughs> second one I got on here, and these aren't in order by the way. I just got them. Uh-huh. Is uh, the whole J Electronica album featuring Jay Z? <laughs> Yo, I like, knew you would be on some shit, bro. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. How you killing nigga whole album? <laughs> like how you you a feature in, and it's your album? Like like, like, like that's yo this man wow. Just, I mean, am I lying though? You not bro? I knew you'd be on some shit. I knew it. I'm just saying nobody listens to Jay Electronic <laughs> album for him. They all listen for Jay. Like dead. I was confused when I threw the album on. I was like, is this Jay album or, or what? That's funny. But, uh, that's funny. But he outside of the century. Um, all right, next <laughs> definitely gonna say uh. Control Kendrick Lamar, you know he mm-hmm. he 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 stole that song like no if ands or maybes. Mm-hmm. Next is is where the the, uh, the kind of unknown ones come in. Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky M's featuring Lil Wayne. Mm, you think you think ASAP did better than the Wayne's? No, Wayne did better oh, than ASAP. Okay, like, I was about mean? to say, yeah yo oh, I fuck. Bro, that's a good pick. I like that. Yeah, like like that is literally yeah, one of the best ones. I mean, kill you and your dog and put on a shirt that says Peter for yes. life. I'm like, I don't know what he was doing when he wrote that. So, there's that one. And then my my last one is another Lil Wayne um, feature. There's this song that he did with Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. and Kanye back in like 2014 called Smuckers. Mm-hmm. And Wayne's verse on that shit is, for those who haven't listened to that, after this podcast, go play that record, and you will see what I'm talking about. Wayne's verse is stupid. Like, you gotta hear that. So, yo, those are my five. Mm. Okay. So let me hear yours. All right, all right. Let me get my <clears throat> list ready. And yeah, I knew. Like I said, I, I didn't want to make mine. You know. The typical, so I kept off Renegades and Control. Those are my honorable mentions. And remember I told you there was this one joint that I don't know, it's kind of like cheating. I'm just gonna go off the bat with it. Andre 3000, Pink Matter, bro. And the reason why I say it's cheating, he's rapping, but the song is not necessarily, it's a Frank Ocean song. It's not necessarily rap, but bro, he, he killed that shit. Have I mean, you that's, ever... that's not cheating. That it's not cheating. Okay, cause no. I, I thought you would have thought it was, you know, that. Whew. 
three stats body that shit, bro. I had to have a three. Because, right, I mean, even if it's singing and rapping, I mean, you're still still in the show. Like, because I've heard rappers on singers' records that didn't do anything. That's so. true. Yeah, so it's uh, Pink Matter, uh, the three stack verse. Um, a little newer one, Jay Z, what's beef, bro? Come on. Oh, yeah, he, he, he destroyed that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, to the point when I listen to that song, I just go straight to his verse, bro. Yeah, he, That's he, it. he took that one. Like, Body that. Um,. Uh, have you ever heard Looking for Trouble Cole um, Kanye I think Pusha was on there and all of them yeah I heard a joint yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think Cole stole that show bro to the mm, point okay. they, they let the man go acapella at the end bro come on dog yeah that's, that's cause Cole you whoop that track ass when you yeah, do that yeah exactly fire um number oh that's not really in order I'm just saying number but I have Drake Aston Martin Music with Rick Ross bro he, he bodied that oh, shit. That Hunter Barber, he put on. <laughs> Bruh, I don't know what Rick Ross was thinking, dog. I, like Rick Ross get his ass kicked every song, every single time. Like I don't know what he be thinking, man. Like, Bro, I don't know if that's how they be like. Rick Ross be like, yo, just 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 bother me. This, just go ahead, bother me. If that's their scheme, that's what they want to do. I'm like, if that's it, they doing great, yo. They they five for five right now. But yo, Aston Martin, <laughs> Martin music is probably my favorite Drake verse to date, bro. He, whoo, and he this, went on that one. yeah, he, he he killed that shit. And uh, yeah, uh, the last one, bro. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, Nicki Monster, bro. Nicki Minaj Monster verse. Man, I, 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 th- I always I just thought that verse was cool. Like people, I don't know, it's really. Just, yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. Damn, I, I what? Why I put it there? Like you on the track, what? Yeah, Raw Rick Ross is alright, but Hove, Kanye, and to me, she had the best verse out of all of them. Damn, you thought it was just alright? Yeah, I mean, from, from, yeah, I thought it was cool. I think I think she she hung with him for mm-hmm. sure. Like, I, but I don't think like personally um, that she just you know. Molly whopped and destroyed them, mm. you know. And then, then again, another another thing too is like Molly I don't, re- I, don't <laughs> I don't really like that song like that. So that, that could be another thing. Like I, I listened to it like once, and I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't for me. So that could be a thing too. I haven't, I've only heard it a few times. It just, gotcha. it wasn't something else. Like I, I like Soul Paul better than that. So I mean, that's just mm. me. Yeah. Soul Paul is my shit. Like, yeah, that's one of the few um, times I think. Nicki Minaj actually rap rap, but you know, hey. But I respect um, it though. She she did it. She did a thing on it yeah, for sure. She definitely did her thing. Those were my four, and probably the last one. I'm like, I could put it on there, but then at this point, I'd just be a Jake O fan. So I'm um, like, <laughs> no, say it. What's the, what's the um, answer? My boy, bro, with him and Wale. You remember that track, my boy? Whose song is that? Oh yeah, that is that's, Wale's that's song. That's Wale's yeah, yeah. song, bro. On his, um, I think it's called the Lunchbox um, album. Yeah, yeah, he uh, run, he went run it. like a fucking black quarterback. Ivy, Ivy. Oh my god, that verse is hard, dog. That's one of it. It, it yeah, it's definitely fire. It's, it's fire, but I don't think he got Wale all the way out of here, though. You really? Yeah, Wale. Wale's saying some shit on that verse, like, cause I think the thing about Wale, right? Mm-hmm. And Wale to me. He's super nice, but the way I, I think his accent and slurring a speech makes you not understand what he's really saying. Okay, I can see that. 
never. I'm like, the first person I heard say that. It's for real, because like I'll, I'll listen to a Wale verse, right? The first mm. time, and I'll just be kind of like, eh, you know, it was cool. Mm. But I'll listen to it again. I'll be like, oh shit, he said that? And, and, and it just be like a lot of shit that he says in his verses that are like, oh, like this shit is hard. So I know Wale's surface level factor, if you're just listening, he sound like he ain't saying shit. <laughs> like, and, and then you, you pair his accent and his slurred speech with like, the way he breaks his bars up like he mm-hmm. breaks his bars like one bar is usually like two bars and he's like he does like a lot of shit like uh i'm traveling so he's, he's doing a lot of pitching so when you hear it you kind of like it don't really sound like shit like when you're not like listening listening i'm not saying you don't listen but i'm just saying the slurring of his words make it kind of difficult to understand what he's saying wow. like there's a bar that he says when he's like um he was like um you say something, something, my boy. You play with a heart. Um, you niggas converse. You niggas converse. Come on. What do you say? You niggas. What's, what's the name of that converse? Um, you converse. Come Damn. What do you say? Um, I forgot the name of the damn fashion brand. It's because it's converse with the heart on it. Uh, what the fuck is the name? I'm gonna look it up. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I know how it looks. You're talking about they got the black and white on it. Yeah, converse uh, heart. Comer de Garcon, I think. Um, yeah, Comer de Garcon. He says, uh, Comer de Garcon, you converse because she just play with your heart. Mm. And the name of the shoe is, a, is 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 the converse play heart. That's the name of it. And it's just like, but he says it in such a way that it's, 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 uh, his jargon is slurring his speech that it just don't really sound like he's saying that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a detriment to his rapping a lot. Like, it's, that DC accent is just so damn strong that um, it it does make a difference. Cause like, no, bro, listen to, for those who don't like Wale, listen to this song called Legendary, and then come back and listen to what I'm saying. Like Wale, he 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 nice. Yeah, I don't know. Like Wale has always been hit and miss with me. Like I like some of his stuff, and then he just cries too much, bro. Like. No, no, I agree. I like 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 I used to be champion Wale before he started doing yeah. so much crying and complaining about not getting his share and. Other shit, and, and Cole put him in his place and couldn't say shit. So whatever. I almost put. I'm not even being an asshole right now. I almost put like two Dave E songs on here, bro. Not. I'm not even joking. Like the one he had with Fab. I forgot the name of it. He bodied that shit, and then he had one with Nipsey, bro. I think it's called Picture Me Rolling. Whew. That's when he was. That's when he felt like rapping back then. But uh. I'm about to say, I can't remember them songs. Bro, yo, Dave East used to be nice, nice, dog. When he first came out, man. But, um, and also, I couldn't pick between the two. Um, I Can't Feel My Face, Joel Santana and Lil Wayne. Dog. Which record? I think it was a record. The record was called I Can't Feel My Face. Uh, let me see. I could be wrong, though. Because no, that's an album. Yeah, it's an album. I think they had the, the album title. Oh, you know, I wonder if it's that one song. It, it was, it was like that Jay Z sample. Was that the record? Yeah, I think you. Hold on. They don't have a. It's, it's not called "I Can't Feel My Face." Cause I'm looking now, and I just see. Yeah, oh, it just says Lil Wayne. Yeah, there it is. Lil Wayne featuring uh, Joel's "I Can't Feel My Face."
Or am I thinking about Rewind? Because Rewind is a record. Hold up, hold up, build it back, one rewind. Dilla, Dilla. That's that hard, that soft, that hard. No. That was just one when they were just going back and forth, and then I, bro, I can't remember what I thought it was called. I can't, I know the album was called I Can't Feel My Face, but I thought they had a solo track called I Can't Feel My Face. Let me see, this is it. I could be wrong though, because they they got a lot of joints together, so, so I'm trying yeah, to figure they got out a which lot. one. Bro, that yo, them back then, dog, sheesh. Yeah, they got one song. That shit is hard. Like, uh, well, they, they got a couple of them. Um, I don't remember. Let me see. Because this is some song. Because Jewel's body that shit, man. <laughs> like, live from block one, live one, with my young niggas on the rise to get a name. Don't try them, Wayne. I see your pain and I see your stress. How you supposed to live and eat something, something, something off a FEMA check? Coke in a Pyrex, dope in a Ice Next. Mine's mm. on the highway, both signs right, left. <laughs> That's the yeah, monster of the kids growing up. When the crime rate is still going up, throw it up. East side, west side, south side, north side. F with my money, I torch guys, force guys. That shit's hard, man. Like, and of course you remember a bar from like 15, 20 years ago verbatim. That's crazy. I got a keen memory, man. I told you. So any of yeah, you niggas clearly. out there, any of you niggas out there who say something to me or have said something to me, I remember. Just, just know that. <laughs> if you listening, because I know y'all be listening. Y'all be wanting to like the post, but I know you listening. So... <laughs> just just know my memory is keen like i remember talk. what you said and what you did talk your talk bro talk your i'm just talk. saying like i just i don't say nothing i just be like you know <laughs> no duly noted you know what i mean so <laughs> duly noted i gotta yeah. find that record now live from block one but uh i'm going off a tangent um yeah so that, i guess that's that's it I'll, I'll let you do the next portion since you don't want to pick the you know, you know, this this is your topic right here. The good, the bad, and the average. This Ooh. one should be interesting this week. I like sending you these tracks. I'm like, I'm like, I think he don't like these tracks more than he liked the ones from last week. Even though I must confess, bro, I'm gonna confess it here on air. I was talking kind of reckless about it last week, but I've been not last week, last podcast, but I've been listening to it a little often, bro. I, I can't lie. That's that Rowdy Rich, bro, late at night. That shit catch you. It caught me, bro. I mean, that's you. I mean, hey. It caught me, bro. Yeah, you like what you like, bro. That melody hit, bro. I'm like, okay, late at night. Well, <laughs> if you like it, I'm not going to say nothing. So just. Yeah. Well, hey, man, speak your mind. Speak your mind. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard it all last last, last podcast. Shit trash, nigga. <laughs> But let's get into this week's good, the bad, and the average. And we're going to start off with somebody I don't typically listen to all the time, but whenever I, I, I pop into one of his tracks, bro, I, I enjoy them. And that's uh, Vin, Vince Staples' Law of Averages. Good, bad, or average? I think it's good. I like that joint. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with Vince. This is kind of different for... Uh... It's kind of different from him. Um, mm. I mean, it, it ain't too different because Vince is a guy that experimented. He's always experimented with, uh, you know, with hip hop. But I feel like mm. the difference here is more so his uh, verses, how he's kind of doing like the melody kind of rhyming thing. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's a different look for him, and uh, I like it. Like I said, it's it's, it's you know track that you can vibe to, and yeah, I, it's, it's good to me. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a good for me as well. And like I said, like every track I've heard from him, I, yo, I've enjoyed. That shit's been fire. I've just never sat down and listened to Vince Staples tape, bro. And I think I should change that in, in the near future, bro, because I, I I like his stuff. He got some good shit. Yeah, so that's a good. Uh, next, I'm going to have Corday Common, What's Life? Good, bad, or average? Um, I think... I can, this is going to be weird. I think mm-hmm. it's a good joint, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I probably would listen to a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, I ain't going to say it's average because nobody really rapping like, like either one of them at all. Facts. Or like over beats like that, so... This is a good joint, though. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I put it good as well. And yeah, like like you said, bro, this, this is rap, rap, bro. Corda, like comment. I don't have, I don't have to say shit about comment, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what is there to be said, bro? This dude is he lethal. But uh, Corday, bro, he's easily, easily becoming one of my favorite young artists, bro. Young artist. Keyword on young, like, like dude, compared to like. The rest of his class, bro, he could spit, spit, bro. Yeah, like, he can. Um, yeah, yeah he man. definitely can. I'm ready to see him grow, you know, become mm-hmm. and, and, and see his, 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 uh, because it's weird because his, his content is pretty mature for, for mm-hmm. his age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he like 22, I think. Yeah, he's a young boy, so, you know, he's he talking about young boy stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't yeah. expect you to be, you know, saying certain things, but I just know as he grows, his content is going to get stronger because to me, that's kind of how I felt about Joey Badass. Um, mm. When he first came out, he, dope rapper, but I think he was too much of a kid for me to like really, really like kind of latch onto a, a whole, whole lot. Mm-hmm. But as he got older, his content grew, and I was like, now this I can really like ride around and bump. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can see, I can see that kid going through that. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. And uh, I like how he's carving his own lane, bro. He's not trying to sound like anybody. He just sounds like Corday. So. Yeah, definitely good. Mm-hmm. And um, up next, I feel like this man's been every the last three, four, good and the bad. He's he's had a joint in here, but um, that that's a testament though of his skills. But that's Isaiah Rashad, headshots, good, bad, or average. Shit, fire, nigga. Like hmm. <laughs> that that like I, I remember hearing this snippet like when he was playing in the studio. I think like earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I was vibing off just. <laughs> Him playing it like in bad quality. So mm. when this joint drop HD, I've been listening to this song since it since it released. Like the melody is just ridiculous, man. Like Isaiah is like the vibe guy. Like I mean, as corny as it sounds, everybody want to say something got a vibe. No, Isaiah is a vibe with his music. Mm-hmm. And the thing I like about him too is, while he is a vibe, it's pretty clear that Isaiah can rap too. He's not just a guy that's just like, you know, I'm trying to think who's somebody that provides a vibe, but they don't really be saying much or just be rapping like that for real. Um, kind of like, gonna com- okay, mm-hmm. who's going to compare? No, nah, I was going to compare like cause that word and we just spoke about it recently. Mac Miller, bro. Yeah, but see, Mac can rap though. He could, but they like, I'm like how the music sounds though. Like it's just like like when I actually if you listen to Mac, 
you like, yeah, you do it, but he's more of a vibe. I'm like, yo, I never knew how to really ex- like explain Max's music because he could rap, but I don't consider him a rap rap dude. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, see, yeah, he's in the same thing as Isaiah. I was trying to think of somebody who does give a vibe, but they don't really rap good or rap great. If there's anybody that's like that, like or Wiz Khalifa. Pretty, pretty, yeah, Wiz, yeah, because cause I don't think Wiz is that that great of a rapper, and he's more of a vibe than anything. And I think Isaiah is is kind of like in that lane of Wiz, but he actually raps a lot better, in my opinion. Like uh, yeah, he's a he's a far better artist too. Yeah, yeah, like and this just proves it. I mean, even with the even even with this song, bro, like uh, see the wrist, something like gold is this? I tell a chick, but it like Doja Cat. Then something gold is that? And them shots saying bringing my soldiers back, like just. That right there, them shots ain't bringing my soldiers back. Yeah. It's so much that could be said with just that one little bar. It's just like, yeah. I'm drinking to get away from the pain of losing my homeboy. And as much as I drink, I can throw these shots back, but they're not going to bring anybody back, man. And and uh, I just love that, dog. Like, it's, it's, it's a vibe, but it's a message within there. You know what I'm saying? So this joint is fire. As you can see, I've talked about it so long. I've loved both of Isaiah Rashad's albums. Both of them are fire. For those who haven't checked them out, listen to this man's albums. Like they are both incredible. So yeah, this is this is a bump for me. Yeah, I feel I feel the same. Bro. Uh, this was good fire. Yeah, like he he's yet to miss with all these little singles that he's dropped. I can't wait for the full length uh, feature, bro. And yeah, I'm gonna see, you say yeah, it might be corny, but yeah, I'm gonna be corny right now. That like there's no other way I can describe this song than a vibe. But before. We even talked about it. I'm like, yo, this shit, like, it, it, it. yeah, bro. So, fire, mm-hmm. love it. Can't wait. Uh, next up, we have Big Sean, freshman ten, good, average, or bad. That joint good, man. Okay. Uh, I like it a lot. Like hearing him recap, you know, the freshman years and like, you know, just reflecting on his mm-hmm. life, and it, and it, like listening to it, you know. And seeing the visual mm-hmm. just brought me back to that to that time period when all mm-hmm. of them came on the scene. You know, when Big Sean, Cole, Wiz, Wale, Drake, when all of them was was like in the same was freshmen. I thought Cole, Kendrick, and Drake were in the same class. I didn't know. I, I forgot um, that Cole was in Big Sean and Wale's class. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 were, they were in that same class too. It's just, you know, you got the big three of them. And then, you know, I think Sean and, you know, Wale and the others haven't mm-hmm. haven't gotten that, that, that same tier as, as those three. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just bring back memories, you know, over a, a, a nice soulful beat with a, with a hard kick. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for me, I gave it uh, average. And I didn't dislike it or anything. It's just... You know, it, it was cool. Like it was just him reminiscing about, you know, him in his rookie year, I guess. Uh, you know, it, it was a cool track. It, it didn't, it didn't do anything wild for me. Just him, him bringing up Nipsey though, and and you know, obviously R.I.P. Nipsey. I'm like, damn, that's wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a cool joint. You know, it didn't blow me away. That's why I gave it an average. I know it felt like a little throwaway type joint because I know it was for a re-release of of his first album that's why he did it so I like compared to the album that he just dropped 
which was it? It was just called Detroit, right? Detroit. Too. Yeah, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. he 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 bodied that one, and this one it was, it was cool. It was a cool, um, you know, laid back joint of him reminiscing. So I gave it an average. All right. Now, I say that one. I say this one for last, bro. This by far the store of the uh, the star of these five tracks. So, the game seventy two bars assassin. Good, bad, or average. I joined good too, man. Like mm. game, man. Sheesh. Every every once in a while, he'll peek his head out to let people know he can like rap really really well. <laughs> <laughs> And this is what this is one of them times he did it. <laughs> Sheesh. What what this man say? This man said some shit like um, might date uh, a K- Kardashian or something. Like for the last yeah. eight years, we had uh, the West on lock or something like that. Oh man, that's a bar. Mm. Like I literally, I, I was listening to it in my chair. I literally stood up like, yo, like, <laughs> that's crazy. So this joint is good, man. Like, game, 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 good, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit to me was fucking fire. This shit, like, game growing up, you know, obviously it's part of G Unit, heavy Fifty fan. So, but just, just by that, game was one of my favorite artists growing up, and he, he does this all the time. His, his unrunning bars with no chorus, whatever. He had three hundred bars and running a hundred. <laughs> Listen. Whoever's listening, if y'all never heard 300 bars and running, that's, yeah, enough said. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, as a junior fan, that hurt me. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, <laughs> it Damn. hurt me, but I, I couldn't stop listening to, bro. That's what that I'm saying. Was, it, it hurt me because it was so damn good and he was going off. And I was like, man, he dissing my dudes, though, but I, I can't Boy. front on this, man. He, he getting in I, the ass, man. <laughs> yo, I felt the same way when, um, when um Jada dropped checkmate, bro. Oh, oh my god! And then sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm like, dog, come on, why? Like, 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 like come on, bro. Like, just ease yeah, up a like, little bit. Then Fifty Wallet, he he put out piggy bank. I'm like, damn, that's your response? Re- really? Oh, okay. But no, uh, no, anyways. no, no, no. Remember, piggy bank is the one that popped it that off. That started it. Yeah, yeah. Piggy, piggy he bank put is the out. One. Yeah, because um Fat Joe and Jada went did New York with um. Uh-huh. Ja Rule but anyway yeah 72 bars Assassin is straight fire it's it's classic game he does this like here and there like you said 300 bars and running he did 100 bars and running I believe and now you got 72 bars he bro this man is a he, he it's in the title itself he's an assassin bro I think he's one of those artists that gets overlooked no matter he's like he's successful bro like he like his album is double platinum and all that but I don't think People acknowledge how much of a MC he really is, because there's a lot that go with him, a lot of shenanigans and shit like that. But as far as rapping go, like he had, I think it was called Pest Control when he was beefing with Meek Mills. Ooh boy, he, whew, Lord, Meek Meek me caught a, a full clip with that one, boy. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, he wailing right now. Shit was so disrespectful, and he had another joint. I forgot the name about it. It was he was in a um, abandoned house. He had the Jason mask with a chainsaw, bro. I can't remember the name, but this, I'm saying all this to say, yeah, this shit was fire. Game. I think he's in his 40s, right? Clearly, could still rap. Yeah. Like he, this dude has not 
uh, lost a step, and yeah, this show was fire. Easily. Yeah, easily fire. Like that's one that I'm gonna keep playing. I'm gonna play again because of how many bars was in that mug. <clears throat> so, sticking on to the music, we haven't been here for I say about a, uh, a solid three weeks. So that gave you ample time to listen to at least one thing. What's in your rotation, man? What you been listening to? Um. That that Banks is still in rotation, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I still, I still listen to that. Uh, recently, I peeped uh, Tyler to the Creator's new album. Mm, okay. I forgot the, what's the name of it. Um, get I think Get Lost or something like that. Mm. And it's actually really good. It is, it is it is it is it is better is is it's pretty good like yeah I'm I'm still listening to it but um I I, I mm-hmm. like it um yeah that's one of the artists I could never ever ever get into his t- like he's his music to me it's an acquired taste bro uh it it's his his voice his I, I don't know bro I, I I could never get into a topic. Tyler the Creator um, song album, like I heard some that's half decent to me, but his music's not for me, bro. No, that's fair. It's, it's, it's really not. I don't. I don't think his music exists for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I th- this one is it's, it's a pretty good one. Um, oh, don't, don't get me wrong though, Goblins though. Sheesh. That shit was hard. But um, yeah, that joint is hard too. Um, but other than that mm-hmm. though. That's really the only pinpoint thing, you know. Of course, the cold was still in rotation still. That, that, that ain't going nowhere for a minute. Um, yeah, it's just been pretty much that. That's it. That's 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 uh, nothing out of the norm. Okay. I'll be having my jazzy Sundays while I just listen to jazz, but that's about it though. Jazzy Sundays. <laughs> All right. I mean, my daughter go do stuff. I could just picture you, like letting the you know the record play and stuff. You with your glass and you got your, your little drink, you know, pinky out and stuff, reading your book. What um you you saw that movie Knives Out, that little sweater that Chris Evans had on. I could see you just rocking that, you know, legs folded, you know, pinky out and stuff. You know, I see that, bro. I mean, got your little um, you know, yeah. I mean, when it's cold, that's that's definitely the mood that I do. Pour pour a little whiskey in a glass. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Pick, pick up my um my notes, starts probably- writing my next script. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You probably had a second set of glasses that you just switched out just for the occasion. Yeah, for sure. I do. I do all that. <laughs> if you gonna, if you gonna vibe, you gotta vibe, my nigga. Like you can't just you got you know you, you gotta have multiple things, bro. Yes. I bet, bro. You you yeah. You got me beat. You got me beat. But um, you said that's all you listen to. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, me. Uh, so it's my go, and yeah, I wanted to listen to a new album. You know, I'm, I'm gonna start going back to listen to newer albums. Enough of that J. Cole in my playlist. <laughs> it came to the point I feel like I wrote them bars. I know them verbatim now, bro. I sound, I, I feel like you. I mean, hey, but, good um, shit is good shit, though, so. Yeah, this is facts. But I listened to Little Baby and Lil Dirk's album, The Voice of the Heroes. <laughs> I've been hearing. <laughs> I expected that exact response from you. That exact response. Hell no. But nah, I've been hearing a lot, you know, good things from people. And yeah, man, 
This shit was right up my wheelhouse. This shit was fire, bro. How do you? I would. I do not understand you at the, all, yo. I do, I do not understand. You told me you understand me. I don't understand you. Like, what you mean? The fuck, like. I'm not even. I'm not even a trolling either, bro. That shit really was fire to me. Tell me you like this. You like rowdy rich. I'm like, nigga, what are you saying? I told you, yo, my my taste in music. I like. I've only slightly opened the door for you, but I, I listen to a lot of different music. It's not like people hear this and they think oh, I just listen to a certain. T- nah, bro, I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot, and um, yeah, this shit was fire, bro. Uh, to the point that I think by the end of the year is gonna be in my top ten, bro. Oh my god! Like this shit, this shit was hard, bro. And I and, and to me, um, little little Dirk, sir, I don't know what you was thinking. I I, I don't know if you haven't been paying attention and you haven't seen the run that little baby been on. Every uh, song that he he goes on, he tries to go for the juggler and he did exactly that to you and you wore the J Electronica uh, this album, sir. Because B- Baby did his thing. He did his thing. Yeah, it was 18 tracks. I would definitely not recommend it to you, so don't even bother and I doubt you was even going to listen to it to begin with, but for me, that shit was hard, though. I, I loved it. <laughs> you a funny dude, man. I do not understand you, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Woo. Jersey bro, nigga, listening wait, to this. Wait. Just listening to this shit. Bro, before I moved to Florida, you could have, yo, you couldn't pay me amount of money to listen to, bro. That shit never ever, bro. Florida, I blame Florida for this one. It gotta be, because I don't know how you. Easy. A new old nigga. And it's weird that, bro. That's sad, bro. And this is, and it's the weirdest part. Sonically, bro, that shit kind of sound good to me. That's sad, bro. I, bro, back then, I wouldn't... Me listening to Luda was like, ah, should I really listen to Luda? Because he's from the South and stuff. Like, he's not really like... Nah, I don't know. My, my taste in music, I, I say... I'm still... I still listen to, like, 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 that hardcore rap and stuff like that. But I just added, I guess... You can say another uh, layer to, to it to me, you know? I opened up, you know, my palette to more music, I guess you could say. Mm, but, right. yeah. uh, but I definitely, 100% would not recommend this to you, bro. Yeah, and that's all I listen to. <laughs> she just crazy. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, we, we got to end it with, uh, you know, we did the music, so we got to end it with watching stuff, whether that be TV shows mm-hmm. or movies. Um what was your your uh, recent rotation of stuff that you watched? Let me see. I already talked about In the Heights, which was because I don't think I talked about it last podcast, but oh uh, yeah, it was a pretty good watch. You know, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, good movie. Um, yeah, it, I just it, it had its problem, but you know, it, it's already down right now. Let me not kick it when it's down. I'll be nice. Um. I've been watching uh, this show called Kung Fu for CW. And I advise, don't waste your time, anybody. This show is a disgrace. To, yo, the fact that you named yourself Kung Fu and you've come up with this bullshit, that, that's all I'm saying. It's, it, it's horrible. <laughs> 
Like, I, I could go in right now, but I can't even get past the third episode. So, I'll I, I just say that. This, this shit's unbearable. Like, CW, <laughs> I don't know how the, how the hell Hollywood is letting you, like, how, bro. Oh, I was about to say some wow, wow. Thank God I caught myself. Woo, shit. Damn. All right, never mind. Nah, bro, nah. This, 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 this is a little. This is, I, I say it off air. This is, <laughs> this is a little extreme, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> the latest thing I did watch it was Fast Nine, bro. Fast Nine. <sighs> I saw Fast Nine. I told you I was gonna watch it, bro. I watched it in um, what is it, Dolby Two, bro? Dolby uh, Atmos. I pass. Uh, you you wise, bro. You bro, you are wise beyond your years. I should have listened. I, to I you. told you. That's I told I you. I'm like, you going to the cinema to see that? And I was like, good luck, bro. That that shit was worse than I thought, dog. I I, I literally me when I watch a movie, you don't get a lot of expression from me because I'm like laser focused. I like to catch every detail and stuff like that, and you know, have it playing over my uh, in my head. Oh, but you bro, I'm watching this film. My arms is flaming in the air. Like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, whoa, like, <laughs> like, what is this movie at this point, though? Like, I literally, bro, mask on. You could hear me mumbling, "What the fuck?" Like during this movie. Like this shit is ridiculous. Like the narrative points made no fucking sense. The story, like, I mean, like, it's Fast and the Furious, yes. Like, that's expected. But, bro, when I tell you, they did what um, Wati said he's going to do with Thor, Love and Thunder. Like, everything from the last film on 10, that's what they did with this film, bro. This is it, ridiculous. And, John, you, you seen, well, you don't you don't care about spoilers. A no, because I'm not, I'm not going to watch gonna spoil. it, so it doesn't matter. All right, but for anybody listening that's going to watch it, I'm not going to spoil it, don't worry. But John Cena's character... <laughs> the backstory that they tried to give this man and Dom, but you know what? Ah, I told yeah, your ass, man. You don't be listening to me, bro. I was mad at myself, dog. I had to look myself in the mirror and like have a in-depth conversation, dog. Like I'm like, did I really put myself to two and a half hours of this shit? It's like I understand. Like, do I hate myself? Like, I, I understand that you had like you know you got the AMC stubs list and you want to you know use. <laughs> Use the uh, the viewings every week, but dog, no, some stuff just ain't. This worth is it. Facts. Some stuff just not worth it, and that's one of them where I said it's not gonna be worth it. See the way I thought, I'm like I hated eight, and I and I enjoyed seven. I thought they should have stopped. Oh, after this, they definitely should have stopped at seven. But I'm like, there's no way. I felt like eight was all right. That shit was out of this was this was a technical file, flaking file, whatever you want to call. It. I'm like they they're not gonna do the same thing. I'm like they're they're probably gonna correct course or, and make it a little similar to seven at least. But nah, they just they went off the rails. I don't know what, like, what the hell you thought that was gonna happen. Then. Man, this uh, this franchise and yet it's getting rewarded, bro. It's making the most money since the rise of the Skywalker. And yes, I'm being very very vague. I don't I'm not giving any details about the film. I remember it all. I just don't want to relive it. That's why I'm not giving any details, and that's all I gotta say. So, yeah. What 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 have you watched? Bro? I'm sure it's better than what I watched. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, this man put himself through hell for no reason. Facts. What was uh, Monday? Mon- what, what was the 24th Monday? Uh, what's today? Today's the first of July. Monday was the 28th. 28th was Monday? Mm-hmm. 
but I'll just go back a few. Um, so I pretty much watched um, a lot of Halloween. That's all. I'll, I'll keep it at that. Like Halloween movies or the or Michael Myers. Oh, the, sorry, sorry, the franchise of um, Halloween. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. I, I watched, uh, of course. I watched the very first one, you know, 78, one of my goats of all time, horror movies. I watched mm-hmm. Halloween 2. I watched, mm-hmm. I skipped three. Um, I watched four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Damn, all from Monday? And, I, and then, No, no, this is, this isn't all Monday. This is like going back. Okay. I'm just saying these because these, these are all like ones that I watched back to back daily. And I rewatched the 2018 gotcha. version too. And it all stemmed from when the Halloween Kills trailer dropped. Mm. It just it just had me like hype because that trailer was was really really good. Angle front, that trailer was good. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, I've I just been watching all the Halloween movies. So, um, yeah, I watched all of them. Even 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 you know the, the ones that you, your favorite, the Rob Zombie ones. You know, I knew it. I, I was waiting. I'm like, yo, uh, when is he gonna bring him up? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I watched the second one first for some reason. I don't know why, but I know that one's your really your favorite. The second one. So I watched that one and then. Sometime this week I'm gonna watch the first one, but I know you love those movies, so I had to. Uh, Yo, to the point, I'm gonna get that unicorn tattooed on me. You bro. should, bro. You're, you're a huge fan. Yeah, you you got it, hack zombie, bro. Man, hey man, it's your world, bro. Like you know. So yeah, that's all I watch uh, the Halloween movies. Yeah, I take it back. I, I I said I'm pretty sure you watched better stuff than I did than Fast Nine, but nah, you said. Halloween 2, bro, I'll take Fast 9 any day over that garbage. I mean, you pay for it already, any so day. I mean, it's all, you know. <laughs> well, that's respectful, though. I, I can see why you rewatched it, because that trailer, Halloween Kill, I had to stop it halfway, because I'm like, yo, they, they put Ooh, in a little too much They there, spoiled bro. the shit out of that movie, boy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, nah. I'm like, you see when I tell you I only watch, like, maybe the first trailer, and if... If the first trailer was just like a teaser, teaser, then I watched the um, second trailer. But I'm like, nah, I because that's what happened. The first of Halloween was just a, like a 30 second teaser. So I'm like, all right, let me watch this trailer, and that's gonna be it for me, bro. I'm like a minute. I'm like, I'm like, bro, what is this? Like, I felt like I could rate this movie on IMDb. Now I've seen enough of it. Like, come on. But um, yeah, but it was fire though. That's for sure. I, I would have rated high. Yeah, so I'm. I'm... That's just a solid 8.5. Yeah, from what I'm, I'm ready to see that for real. That joint looks look super dope. Yeah, bro. Not to mention, friend, you know, Halloween Sorry. is like literally one of my favorite franchises and just, you know, ideas and concepts ever. So uh, I'm, I've always been a fan of Michael. Yo. This is facts. Yep. So with that being said, we're about to close the door on episode 21. Is there? Now, before we go. You got anything to say? Um, just thank y'all for keep con- the continued listens. Um, follow me on all the platforms. The Rapner JSO. Check my my blog spot. The Rapner JSO.blogspot.com. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that, man. Thank y'all for the support. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What he said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, I was not. He said it multiple times. Was not expecting it to be this much, and it's much appreciated. And yeah, uh, you can simply follow me and all social media platforms at Film Fiends. Kept it simple, so you know. Until episode twenty-two, I had a blast yes, with the homie like always. Until next time, peace.
don't wrap up. They wanna know, we tell them once and they still ask us. But the people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup. We never chill, ask them. When they come to film raps, bruh, we keep it real, that's yeah. us. It don't matter whether early or late, we still make the scoop. Even though we on digital, we keep it real, they shoot. Bro, we ill with it too, so you know the deal with the truth. We know this field isn't cute, but we got them social skills like the troops. We had discussions about each of the stars. Our opinion makes us leave you in awe. We may talk about the box office numbers and see which movie really beat up the charts. Drama filled, genre films, boom bap down the track rap. Treat the door like a snack pack. We in our bag like a knapsack. Film fiend and the rap nerd. We mean our exact words. Can't forget about the comic side. Guaranteed to make the comics rise. Shout out to all of the listeners. Showing love to my guy and I. We just been doing our job for sure. Putting in work like a nine to five. This is the film rap. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us This is the film wrap-up They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us